Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Golf and the plays on the hilliest golf course ever. <laughs> Diggs. G-I-G-G-S. No. Rodrick. Is there anything that Lionel Messi is better than you at? It's opinion. I respect your opinion. Maybe in your opinion, Messi is better than me. But in my mind, I'm better than him. I do it again. Yes, guys, I'm Sai. Welcome to Ace Podcast Station, the home of Rodri Giggs on football. It's episode number 33. We are, as always, live on Facebook, YouTube and Twitter. Ace Podcast Nation, as you know by now, home to many great shows and series featuring top guests, expert analysts and more. Give us a follow on social media. Please do subscribe to our YouTube channel. Really, really helps us out. And of course, drop a like, a comment, all that good stuff. Helps us move up the algorithm on the old YouTube but uh, if you prefer your podcasts in audio form, then you can get this series and all the other content produced by Ace Podcast Nation in the, the audio on Spotify, Apple and stuff like that through the Sports Social Podcast Network. So uh, please do check them out. But uh, as we wait for a couple of the stragglers, the latecomers, let's have a little Super 6 Prediction League update as we're near into the almost penultimate round now on Saturday. But uh, this week... We had three people joint top for the round. Well done to Franco Rankmore, Richard Davis, and Sai. Yeah, boy. Top of the league. There you go. Uh, Saturday is the penultimate that, round. Wait, 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 wait. That, that top score didn't even yeah. reach double figures. Tell the viewers that. It don't matter, does it? It don't matter. Yeah, out of, out of, just, let, just let you know. Out of everybody who played. It wasn't a massive amount, was it? It was like joint, three joint top winners. It's not, you can't really... But, you know, if you win the league, does it matter if you win it by goal difference or if you win it by 20 points? Tell you what, will I be able able to put another another notch on your number? You'll be closer to one of my stats. 
Uh, Grant, come on now. You're just bitter. Oh, Tottenham, come on. Tottenham have got a penalty. Oof, here we go. Rodri had two points last Saturday, by the way, just saying. Um, Saturday is the penultimate round. Uh, two United more rounds to go. Been, um, who is it? United. Yeah, I got done by two last-minute goals, I think. Which was brutal. Um, well, Harry Kane stepping up. He is giving the, you know where he's gonna go. It's just, can, he, can the keeper save it? Will he score? That's the thing. Oh, oh, oh what then? Well, I want to know what that bet was that you had oh. at the start of the season with um Garant Cole for one of your acts, wasn't it? I think what it was one of your hats or something like that. I can't uh, remember what the bet was though. Whether it was like, would you? I think you said Harry Kane wouldn't get double figures or something. I can't remember what it was. Or you, he, you wouldn't get. He wouldn't get a certain amount. We'll have to have a look. But um, I'll have to go back and have a look what the bet was. was. That, was that, yeah, but at the time he was minging money. Yeah, well, I, you had that little rant on him, didn't you? And said he's down tools. What do you, if you call him a top professional? Yeah, yeah he looked like he looked like he looked like he had. Yeah, well, he did. He, he did fair, down fair, tools. It's fair, fair play to him. He's proving me wrong. Always... New manager, mate. New manager. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, as you can see, I'm joined by uh, Mr. Rodri Giggs, ex Salford City FC United. How are you, my friend? You good, yeah? Yeah, I'm good, mate. It's like I said, mate, I'm calves a bit tender now. I've been calves or so. What was that? You played football, didn't you, on Sunday? Did you play after, yeah? I played football on Sunday. I went over my ankle or so. Didn't go too well. No, it's so, and that's not just out to put on that golf course at the place. It's the hilliest golf course. It was only like 10 minutes from the house as well. But um, it was a nice course, but it was very, very hilly. And my calves are throbbing and my ankles are sore. So how did you get on in the football? Did you like oh, make, yeah, make it most of it? We won about 8, eight 2 7-2, something like that. How, did, how long did you get through before you done your ankle? Um, 65, 70 minutes. Oh, that's not too bad at your age, is it? No. So, uh, do you reckon that's... Is that the comeback now or is that the uh, the swan song? No, no, no. We've got loads of games this season. But we, yeah, we, our last game of the season is um, end of September in Ibiza. Oh, wow. See, just beautiful that, isn't it? Yeah, big shout out to Jet Two Holidays. Yeah, nice one. <laughs> Gotta love that, haven't you? Finished the season in Ibiza. Yeah, Cafe Mambo. Nice, nice. I like it. So I'm assuming Harry Kane scored, did he or what? Yeah, he scored. Yeah, sent him the wrong way. You know what? Right. If I was Spurs, I would still sell him and keep Song. I would. He'd be the one I'd want to keep more than. Yeah, he's gonna go now. United. Harry Kane. United. United need a striker. Yeah. I imagine the money he'd get paid at United as well because they're not going to be in the Champions League. The wages yeah. they're going to be throwing around will be insanity for the top players. But um, it'd be interesting to see. We'll get onto that a bit later. I want to talk about on, on the subject of strikers. Um. Man City have looked awesome this year, but they've sometimes lacked that uh, that number nine, that's that 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 Aguero or a you know a Van Nistelrooy type or a Harry Kane type who obviously they tried to sign in the summer. They've signed Haaland at the end for the end of the season. Obviously, he is the most highly rated young striker available, maybe outside of Mbappe. But I mean, if you gave me the choice for a out and out number nine. I'm taking Haaland every time. Um, his record is insane. He's saying is that. that the... He's saying that, but they're still the top goal scorers in the league. Mm. Is he the is he the missing piece in terms of someone who can help them dominate? Because they haven't been able to get over the well, line. He's in the, the missing. League. He's the missing link for the semi-finals in the in the Champions League. It's not necessarily yeah. the missing link in the Premier League. They've shown they quite have shown they don't need that the last year and this year, but. For them, top games and in, in the, when they're coming short, for the that's what they need, and and that's what they've gone and got. So I, then, I, I I fully expect them to get to the final next year, and you know it's, it's anyone's, isn't it? Yeah, I mean I agree to a certain extent, and I certainly agree that you know they don't necessarily need him in the domestic games. However, Man City also were like what were they eleven points clear at one point? 
if they had a striker, would they have dropped those eleven points? Obviously, Liverpool went on a bit of a, you know, an in, bit of an unbelievable run, but it still looks like Man City are going to get over the line. You yeah. add in Haaland, but he doesn't miss those chances against Real Madrid, or certainly the amount that they missed in that first leg in the first half. Yeah. You know, he's going to put at least a couple away of them. Um, so that's quite ominous. Do you think Liverpool need to react to that signing, or do you think? They just concentrate on their own stuff. Obviously, they signed Ruben Diaz in this, in January. But do you think they need to have any reaction themselves? Do they need to reassess their squad to make sure they don't get left behind? Who, Liverpool? Yeah, just in terms of... You it's a big signing. Up, they freshen up mid-season, aren't they, with Diaz? Mm. Depends who goes. Does Mane go? Does Salah go? The only big shouts of Mane. Is, um, is Salah out of contract? Salah's got contracts. Talks going. You know, Bayern Munich just coming for for Sam Mane or querying about Mane, so depends who stays and who goes, isn't it? Mm. Um, Rob Boyle's asked a really interesting question, and I um, it is I think a really interesting one. He says, "Do you think that Son of Spurs, if he wasn't no. a if he wasn't Asian, would he have been picked up by Barca, City, Bayern, so one of the big teams around Europe? If he was, uh, if he wasn't Asian." It's an interesting question, I think. No, no, no. When you're at a place like um, uh, uh, Tottenham and the kind of character is, Tottenham's, a, no, look at the stadium. Um, yeah. Look at the training ground. Um, it's in London. Yeah, so, um, no, I'm not surprised at all. It's not Barcelona, Real Madrid of old, is it? No. No, I give you the that. The Premier League is the place to play. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the domination of the Premier League in Europe over the last couple of seasons, it's insane, isn't it? It's... Well, over over the last 15 years, really. Yeah, one of the f- sort of big five clubs, they've if all, you like, have always been, been up in, in the semi-final or final, you know, two and... teams, English teams in the final. So, you know, yeah. it's good 15 years, really. Real Madrid. Yes, I asked them. Um, yes, they haven't won it all the time, but you know, Liverpool, United, United, Liverpool, Chelsea, uh, um, Liverpool again. Leicester got to a semi uh, quarter final as well, didn't they? I think yeah. quarter final. So I mean, yeah, Arsenal it was always the final against Barcelona back in the day. Mm. So yeah, interesting. Um, I asked a question on the Instagram post we're promoting tonight's show about. Um, do you think Madrid or Man City for the Champions League? Uh, sorry, Liverpool for the Champions League. Um, I, everyone's, everyone's saying like, oh, it's Liverpool. It's not easy, you know. Real Madrid, Champions League, final. Come on. Big James Look at the teams they've Bruce, beaten. Benzema. Um, and they have a young, you know, it's not going to be easy. Liverpool are going to be favourites, don't get me wrong, but it's not a, a foregone conclusion. By any, by any stretch of the imagination. I think we see a similar game to what we've seen in Madrid's previous couple of games in Europe, where their first half is going to be very much you know, Liverpool on top, a lot of possession for Liverpool. They'll probably have a few chances. And then Madrid will grow into it. Um, and I think Liverpool have to learn from what Man City did. And they have to, when those chances come, whether they come early on or late on, they've well, got to take them. Well, this is the problem. Once we're simply saying, with, with, if, if they had Haaland, that, that, that option, but Liverpool have got multiple options. Yeah, you know, they didn't you know, even Salah didn't even come on really till the last twenty minutes, and they were already two one up. So they've got Diaz, Firmino didn't come on. They've got Origi when when they, when they really need a goal, and he's come, he'll come in and pop a goal. So they've only got six. Choices to pick from, so mm-hmm. and they they've stuttered a little bit in the league last couple of games. They um they dropped points, didn't they? And then they obviously they beat Villa with a bit of luck. Um, but that's what happens when you're when you're competing on all fronts and you've got game, 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 and they're such high um, priority games. Something's got to give most of the time, you know. There's a reason why no one's ever won the quadruple because it's it's it's, it's not easy to do. No. You know, you're playing playing and the Premier League now as well. 
is you know, even, as even look back, competitive as ever. You know, even look back when I look back at the treble, it could have easily, you know, that that penalty, the last minute, 89th minute, Dennis Burkham, he scores that, and it's all over. So yeah, uh, Bayern Munich, Bayern Munich in the file, in the post, in the bar, constant uh, pressure. So it, it could have it could have got an easy, you know, uh, Juventus away two nil down in the first ten minutes with that team that they were playing against, then come back and win it three two. Just it was just uh, you got to have a little bit of luck. Oh, 100%. 100%. And, uh, City, City didn't have that look. Real Madrid had that little bit of look when scoring and 30 seconds later scoring straight again. Um, and in yeah. fairness, like, I don't think Liverpool can, can, can complain about lack of luck this year. Like, Liverpool, for me, I think they've been the best team in England this year. But what I would say is I also think they've had a bit of fortune from VAR at times. And they've had a bit of fortune from refereeing decisions, things like that. Like they have yeah. had a bit of luck along the way. An Arsenal player has just been sent off, Gabriel. Oof. Was it uh, debate? I don't know. I wasn't, wasn't, wasn't watching. Oh no, it's not Gabriel. It's um, it's uh, holding. Okay. They've been strong. They've been strong in the tackle, all of them really on Son. But he's mm. got. He's been going over the top. Well, let me have a look Where? at it. Talking about the jumpsuit, not too fitted. Oh yeah, he's he's forearm, he's he's elbowed him right in the jaw. Oof, as he, as he, as they're running, they put he's, he's, someone's played at the Dyer's played a diagonal ball, and he's running across him, and he's come across him and got bang and elbowed him right in his jaw. He's blatant as well. He's because he's watching him as he's doing it. Yeah, he got to go. Do you what did you think? Do you see the Daniel James um, sending off last night? Yeah, it's just always over, over enthusiastic, isn't it? Just to follow through, it's nasty. When you see it, it's nasty. It's yeah, nasty. But that's the second time in a couple of weeks. Uh, Leeds yeah, had someone sent out. Just, just oh, too over, over excited, aren't they? Yeah, they're trying so hard to. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, like they're desperately trying to stay up, and they they're trying to battle for everything, and just getting a bit over. Overzealous and look, it's 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 a difficult one, but you just can't do that in no, this day and age. Discipline, you know, you, you you've got no chance for ten players. You've got to keep your discipline. Do you know? Um, I had, I, had, I can't remember who someone was on the radio today. I forget who. I don't know who it was. It was only briefly. I listened to it, but um, they were saying that they thought Leeds should have stuck with uh, Beisler. And basically said, who, who? Belsa, Bielsa, Bielsa, Bielsa. Sorry, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Let's, come on. Um, Bielsa. Yeah, they said he should have. Leeds should have stuck with him. He's got him where they were. But they said most of all, the reason he thought they should have stuck with him was the players loved him, and the players would go through a brick wall. I think oh, it was Dean Saunders, and he said when he listens to the current, the new Leeds manager speak, he finds it. He just he, he said, I don't want to be rude. Any bit, and then when I proceeded to spend a couple of minutes saying this guy didn't didn't have a clue, like, but it's difficult. I don't know what it, it is. With the, I don't know what it is with the American accent. It just doesn't go with football. Yeah. Well, everywhere it's like you you just assume, don't you? Um, it's like a stereotype, I suppose, from back over the no, over no, the years, it is, but it, it is. It is. I don't know why, but when I hear American uh, talking about it, soccer, yeah, but then then. Puse Piltic come on afterwards, and oh, there's a player as well. Yeah. They just don't, they just don't sound right talking about football. Yeah, but I, the Leeds, Leeds, like a few weeks back, I thought there was no way they were going to go down, and now no, it looks like look Burnley never tr- now are going to stay, stay out, and and Leeds and are in real, uh, real look, trouble. We criticize, like I've criticized Frank Lampard. I still do not believe he was the right man for the Everton job, but what he's done in the last couple of weeks is he's just somehow got them together, got the players playing and just ground out a couple of results, which looks like it could keep them up. And I, I think, think uh, it deserves think, credit for that, mate, you know? Yeah, I think um, the fans as well got a big, big credit because that good as some part that the, the atmosphere has got to help the players and, you know, that going into the, the game, uh, all the fans outside the ground, you know, all the positivity and the noise and it's got to help them and 
that, that's what's brought them through all them home games with the win at home. It's interesting though, isn't it? Like Everton just look doomed and then just it shows though. And well, I think that, particularly... the games, mate, we, we, we look at the fixture list and there was no way they was going to beat them and, and then they've gone and beat United, beat Chelsea and then drew against Leicester at seven points. Oh, Harry Kane scored another 2-0. Wow, wow, wow. Arsenal, if they'd won this, they would look, they'd have had top four. And i got to say... Start of the season, I did not see that Arsenal would be up there. They were down the bottom. I think that they were even bottom of the league. No, they're not sure about that. But they were certainly down the bottom at the start of the year. And um, we we had discussions about. We weren't saying that he should be sacked, but we were saying will Arsenal stick with him because the fans were getting a bit frustrated with Arteta and you had the Aubameyang stuff. And look, he dealt with the Aubameyang stuff so well for for particularly for a young manager, but like any manager, I thought he done de- dealt with this so well. And he seems to have got rid of him and galvanised all those players. And look, it sounds like I haven't got it on, but it sounds like they're having a bit of a bad night tonight. But I think the job he's done this season is is incredible. Like I think it's really good. Um, and I think he'd certainly... I don't think he'd win it, but I think certainly in the conversation for Manager of the Year in the Premier League. Um, who do you think Manager of the Year in the Premier League? Do you think it's Pep or Klopp automatically? Or is there anyone else up there? Like the Brentford got, manager, got, Brighton manager? You've got to throw David Miles in there. Yeah, David Moyes. What about uh, Graham Potter? No. No. Taking Brighton to ninth? No. There's better, better you know. Well, Moyes keeping him in, in it, where they're going to finish seventh or eighth, semi final of the Europa League. Yeah. Um, who else you got? And then you've got, I mean, I'm trying to look if there's anyone who's stayed up. I mean, Brentford manager, maybe, but... Brentford, they've... possibly. Eddie Howe's turned Newcastle around. But um, you've got to look at Klopp and, um, and and Guardiola as well. I think uh, they probably take it, don't they? Like, yeah, to me, yeah. if Liverpool win three out of the four trophies, say, like, Klopp's going to get it, isn't he? Probably, and probably rightly so in many ways. You know, if you go and win... The cup travel and finish second in the Premier League. It's a pretty good season, all yeah. in all, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you can't expect too much more than that. Uh, yeah. People do not want to give Eddie Howe the credit he deserves. I see on social media so much people moaning about the money he spent and this and that. <clears throat> I think there's a bit of jealousy there, isn't there? Because but you've still got to gel them players. You know, look at United. Multi-talented, money everywhere, but they can't play. They're, you know, they don't have mm. work. And you still got to install, you know, uh, an ethos or a philosophy of playing uh, and, and execute that. And, and they've done that pretty well with players coming in through January, which is in, in mid-season, which is never easy. Uh, I like Eddie. I've always liked Eddie. So I think he'll be. He's in, he'll do a good job. But he's under pressure to start next season because they had a, yeah. a bad start then. He could just lose his job straight away because they're not the mess about them. They they want to move quickly. Yeah, they ain't they ain't gonna wait, are they? No, like for him to no spend too much time building a squad. They're gonna say, "Here's the money, build, get the players in, and get going." Yeah, it's um that's gonna be a fascinating thing to kind of follow and watch. Do you know you mentioned United? Um, as we know, you're a United fan. You used to be a season ticket holder and stuff like that, like home and away. Um. How did you feel watching that Brighton game? Because Brighton's not like look. I know every now and again United used to get lose heavily to someone out of the blue. Like I remember, I always remember on New Year's Day years ago they lost like four one to QPR. It was on part with Watford. We've seen it again. This, we've seen it before this season. They got beat four 0 off Watford at Watford, and Watford have been relegated. So Brighton are a good team. Mm. So. Um, who do you, who do you blame? People say, on the oh, day? manager, Ralph Rannick. Uh, it's not the Ralph Rannick, it's the players. They're the same players that keep on performing like that, not working, letting people cross too easily. It's just it's not, It's not. just embarrassing now. It's just get the season over. I'm dreading Crystal Palace because they'll, that's a difficult place to go and they'll probably beat us. So, Would you play the, the kids? The quicker get the season over, the better. Would you play the kids on Saturday? No, no. No, I do think it's a few too of the much, players. Too much of a difficult place to go. That to play kids, 
You but there's nothing on it, is there? You may get away with one or two, but no. You get that you could ruin the careers and the, the uh, confidence. No, you only put I kids did. in when you when you're freeing them up or you you're playing at home or not away at Crystal Palace. Mm. I just think some of those players in that first team, some of them need like a, a real clear message that they're done because oh, they don't. <laughs> they just the they're, 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 most of them are done anyway. Ah, but mate, they've got away with it for so long. So how many managers have they seen off now? Yeah, um, but half, half the team are going now, and, and it's going to be a big change. So yeah, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. But there's change. I watched it happening. I watched Ronaldo, and he was just laughing, but not like laughing like he doesn't care. He was just exasperated at like how these what, players. Like, what the fuck am I doing here? Yeah, yeah. It was like, what is going on here? Like, what is what are these players up to? Um, I, f- I feel quite sorry for him, mate, because um, <laughs> in some ways, like, you know, he's, he's got a hard life, isn't he? But, like, yeah, like yeah. he's there, 37, he's going, flipping, scored however many goals he scored, pretty much single-handedly kept United in the top 10. And he's looking around him and he's got these players who are international footballers. I know like all these different footballers like Lingard or, or Maguire or Wambasaka, whoever, they all get criticised as if they're park players. These people, all the players in that squad have played international football pretty much, apart from the, the kids. They've all played international football. Most of them have played regularly at international football. Most of them have played at t- tournaments. They've played at the highest level of the game. And this season, some of them for a couple of seasons have just, it's got to be down to mentality and attitude and it's got to be down to just not giving a shit. And I, I just think if you're a professional footballer and you're getting paid the amount you're getting paid, you're playing for the biggest club in the UK or in the world, and you cannot motivate yourself to concentrate and just do your job. Like, where's the where's the pride in just doing your job? Never mind what Tom, Dick and Harry's doing over there. How about my job is A, so this is what I'm going to do, and I'm going to make sure I do my job. I just cannot get my head around it at all. Mate, I've had 37 games of it, even more, so I'm done with it. It's, it's just like, it's next chapter, move on. <laughs> All right, and we'll move to another um, like side of it. Obviously, they're going to bring in numerous players. They've been linked with De Jong very heavily today again. Um, I don't think Barcelona want him to go, but I think he might fall into one of those players who they don't necessarily want to sell, but they might sell if the price is right, etc., etc. Ten Hag knows him well. Um, do you think he is a good fit? Yeah, for what United 100%. need. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. What about um, what's his head on loan at Everton? I've forgotten his name. Van der Beek. Van um, der Beek. Yeah. Do you think he, he gets another go? Yeah. Um. Then they've been linked with a, uh, an array of strikers. The one from Napoli, um, is one of them. Is there a particular striker that you think is realistic? That because I my thing like they were never going to be able to get Harlan now. Like they might have. You know, if they were competing, but they're not. So, it's like any striker in particular. I saw they were linked loosely with um, Mikel Antonio from West Ham. No, some sort no, of double no. deal. But you no. don't think he's good enough? No, 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 no. Um, maybe Lewandowski. My only thing with that is, if like Lewandowski, he is coming to the end of his career, isn't he? And if you're going to yeah. keep Ronaldo... His career, he's got to score 40 goals, I'll take him. Yeah, no, I think it's fair. But then if you keep Ronaldo as well, do you want two 40-year-old strikers? You want well, one of them to 40, be young. Yeah, and, he I know, but you know, you, you know what I mean. 30, yeah, he wants 30, what, 34, 35? Yeah, but like, I, they're, they're coming towards the end of their careers. Like, would you want two of them? Yeah, you want, you want you... world-class quality players in. You've got good... good um, Good, what's the word? Attitude, mentality. Good attitude, good personality, good personalities, but most of all, winners and a one thing. Landhouse's done that. He scores goals. He's guaranteed goals. You're not bringing wrongers in. Yes, it's only a, a short fix, but 
he is quality at the highest order. That's what we need to be ringing in. Yeah. Will he want to come now because he's coming to the end of his career and they're not in the Champions League? I don't know, but no, that's the type of quality that we need to be ringing in. Yeah, a lot of the players I've seen him link with, they're like young players, and they from around Europe. And I think, generally, I think that's the route that they should go down. They need to go down because they've got to rebuild from pretty much scratch. Um, but you never know. I just think the amount of money they're going to have to spend, um, I think they're going to have to do a bit of, not wheeling and dealing, but... They might have to bring in a few, a couple of experienced players. They can't just sign all the best young talent in Europe because no. the Glazers won't won't put that money out. You know, like De- if they want Declan Rice, just for instance, that's going to be the best part of hundred million. If they want De Jong from Barca, it's going to be the best part of 70, 80 million. So if you sign in that type of player, you sign three or four of them. That's your that's your budget gone. And they, I understand that, but you've got players like Wan Bissaka. You've got he's got to go. There's thirty million, even if you pay fifty million for him, you take thirty million. There's players yeah. that are going to have going to have to go. Rashford, he's worth sixty, fifty million. I if think they goes, give him another season. I do. So, but but the manager, I agree. But I'm just saying it. If there's players there that still uh, can be sold for a price. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I I take that. Do you know the only way that's I see what, Rashford? That's what you've got to think about doing. You've got to think like who's who's going. Who do we need to get rid of? Who, who's going to take him? For, uh, who else is there? You know, Luke Shaw, maybe Tellez, Dalot. You know, some, oh, there's all Maguire. kinds of shit that you can get rid of. Bay Lindelof, you no, know, or Maguire go. You know, you get forty, fifty million for him. So yeah, no, I, I accept that. There's, there's a lot of money there as well that you can sell. So, yeah. yes, it's 170 million, but if you get 80, 90 million back, you, 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 yeah, you've got a bit more. I yeah. suppose um, the other thing, the only way I see Rashford going is if he's one of the players that Ranjak has earmarked as having a bad attitude. And unfortunately, the Marcus Rashford that we've seen on the pitch in the last three months isn't the same Rashford attitude wise, work rate wise, that we've seen in previous years. So I think, you'll, I think you'll find out after after pre-season training when the manager sees him, sees him a few games and then decides then if he's going to... He needs to have a good look at him and see, have a good chat with him and then see it for himself and then, then he'll probably decide now we need to get rid of him and bring him in, bring someone else in. Yeah, and I mean, even like I said a couple of weeks ago that I felt like Raniak had been come in just to be able to almost make a list of who's got to go, who's got a bad attitude, et cetera, et cetera, who's a bad apple. Yeah. But like any manager coming in, doesn't matter who it is, even if it was Ralph Reniak's twin brother, any manager coming in is still going to want to have a look for himself at the players who are still in contract, particularly people like Rashford who've done so well before. You know, they want to know why. So, so even if someone has been earmarked as, you know, maybe having a poor attitude, I think there's still... The manager's still going to have a little look at him. I would have thought. I would have thought. Um, it's going to be a fascinating transfer window, mate, in the summer because there's so many clubs. There's so many clubs like going to be spending money or getting rid of players or need players. Like Spurs are going to, I think, probably sell a couple, bring a couple in. You've got the same with Arsenal. Man City have signed Haaland, but they've been linked with Pogba as well on a free. Um Chelsea, what's going to happen with them? Are they going to be able to sign anyone? Um, and will the Spanish clubs get involved? And then, of course, you've got Newcastle, who've got billions to spend. So, and then United have got a, I'm losing how many players in the summer? Ten or something? Oh, I, I reckon there's a, there's, there's a few going. There's a few. So, that's what I mean. It's going to be a busy, busy transfer window. Um, Leslie says he's got 400 quid on Leeds to go down at 12 to 1. That's a good bet. Marsh, Marshall, there's another 40, 40 million. million. How has he done on loan? Do you know? Who cares? He's, he needs to get rid of him. I just he's if he scored a load of goals, you could get again more no, for him. He hasn't he's been, no, he hasn't. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> Will says uh, Steve White and Carl Dale, two almost 40 year old strikers, did very well together for Cardiff back in the day. 
yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm you're not talk, saying that. You're not talking about Scrub, you talk about Cristiano Ronaldo, and you're talking someone who just come off the back of scoring 40 or 40. Oh, yeah, 100%. My, my question was more, do you think, if they keep Ronaldo, are they better off getting in a younger striker who can learn off him and, and take over from him? Yeah, rather than this, putting your eggs into another world class yeah, striker. Yeah, it's difficult. It's difficult, but you know, that's the that's why you, your Manchester United managers paid very well to, to make them decisions. To make them decisions, mate. Um the playoffs in the championship were set. Finally, Middlesbrough missed out. Where's Leslie? Because what did he say to you last week? What was his attitude about? It was like yeah, uh, I'll shut his mouth, I'll shut his mouth. Middlesbrough will win. Oh, so what about you? What about you, though? Oh, don't know, you know, Preston. Oh, I know. I said, what I said is they haven't got anything to play for, which they didn't. But they still outplayed me. They heard that and felt out their side. Yeah, question our professionalism. Um, Forrest dropped into fourth through a last minute goal, um, I think. Well, that's just just purely celebrating the goal they just scored that. Yeah. It was weird. It was a weird one, wasn't it? Oh, I just I didn't know it. Later, see the announcement two two hours ago um, that uh, the EFL has confirmed that VAR will be used at the playoff final at Wembley, um, and potentially in the championship next year. Ah, they could have used they could have used that last night at the uh, FA Youth Cup final. I um, I saw the highlights of that. Do you see the penalty? Yeah. Yeah, so that was good way. It was you could, you could, I could tell that when I was like, I was straight away. I said that was outside the box. It was definitely. It looked outside then, but obviously you're waiting for a replay. But someone doesn't come. Do you go and watch it? You went there, do you? I went. Yeah. What um? What's that boy like? Who scored two? The Gnu show is it? Yeah, yeah, he's good. Yeah, look, big strong boy, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, quick. Does he play off the left or does he play up front? No, he, was, he, he plays off the left. Looks like he could um, potentially be a striker, though, the way he finished. Yeah, no, he, they come, like, they're coming off the left or the right, these these kind of strikers now, though, don't they? Yeah, they cut inside, don't they? And, yeah. and, and uh, well, he, he looked, looked good, like, though. He looks like he's right-footed, so... And then um, he played on the left, so... Was it a good game to watch? Ooh, that was nasty, that, on Son. Yeah, he had a good game, yeah, but not even for us unlucky, to be fair, because they played well first half, and uh, they were the better team, then United were the better team second half, mm. but that penalty was one on, and then they got within that penalty, and then they scored late on. Yeah, he didn't even look like he was in the box, to be fair. No, no, it was, yeah, poor. But he, he wasn't sure, the referee, so he's not sure, you can't give it. But he, like... he, he's, he's blew the whistle, looked at the linesman, looked at the penalty spot, looked at the linesman again, and went, penalty. Yeah, because the line was just like gone. That. I don't know. Line was like yeah. that. <laughs> I ain't got a clue, mate. But it yeah. was, you know, it was a definite foul. But it was like, oh yeah, it was definite foul. But what are you gonna do, innit? But he's been stitched up there, the kid. That he was only a fifteen-year-old kid. That that kid there. He's a, and, well, uh, the one that gave away the free kick. He gave away the free kick. But it was a nah. bad pass to to give it him there. Bad pass to give it him there. Put him right under pressure. Seventy thousand people watching the FA Youth Sixty-seven thousand four hundred summit record crowd for FA. Unbelievable! Youth. Biggest crowd it? nearest to it was Arsenal and someone else in I don't know whatever. Yeah, that's uh, that is awesome. I I like that. Um, they're only so a yeah. pound tickets. Do we give them out? They're like selling for a pound. Why not, mate? I always, I've always enjoyed going to watch like the reserves or the twenty threes or the youth team. Yeah, too. so you get a, a young kid behind you with a frigging on, blowing it off. Ah, oh, mate, shove oh, that down his throat. Was he right behind you, blowing oh, his voo voo? His voo voo He's literally right behind me. It was one of them. You remember them South African games? Yeah, the voo voo zealers. Oh, felt like ramming it in his mouth. Oh, mate, they do. They. They used to bug me on TV. I'm not sure how I'd cope with someone sat about, behind me with about six, seven, the kid. No. He was going, for the last 10, 15 minutes of the game, Mark was doing me anything. Did you feel like telling his dad to like... Nah, just turn nah, it off. Just, just, <laughs> yeah. Turn it off, put it away. Fit on my gum nice. shield and, and grind it up. Yeah. So yeah, Forrest um, dropped down to fourth. So they'll now play... Um, they now play the Sheffield United... Huddersfield play Luton, I think. Um, 
I'm I think those four teams are the four that have been the best four throughout the season outside of the top two. Yeah. Uh, as as Campbell says, the uh, the league table does not lie. Yeah. And um, Middlesbrough, unfortunately, they Forest just... have been out. Think that Forest have been out of it because they had such a good cut run. So, well, what they did, um, and there's just something to be said in there. A good cup run can kickstart your season. <clears throat> they went on a good cup run, and then when they were out of the cup, they took that form into the championship. Yeah, it can, it can and they shot off the league. Yeah, it can work both ways. That mate, Boreham Wood had the same thing, but they've just gone straight down the league. Is it? In the national Almost. league, yeah, and Boreham Wood beating your know, championship sides, and but not just in at one round, you know, in a two or three rounds, and then uh, they're like third or second in the league, and now they're like eighth or ninth because they had so many games to catch up. No, they just couldn't get themselves. It's probably different there because it's non-league and they haven't got yeah the resources and yeah. Anyone you fancy there from the, those four though for the playoffs? Are there any team you think stands Forest, out? Mate, I do, fa- I do fancy Forest, but you know, an outside bet of Luton. Yeah, I'd like Luton to go up. I think, but I again, I got a few mates who are Forest fans. Huddersfield, mate, is the team that nobody talks about as contenders. It's all, all Sheffield United got the experience. Forest, are, you know. They deserve to be back in the big time. Luton well, is the underdog. Huddersfield are the best team in the moment. Huddersfield should be the, really the favourites because they were the, 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 the finished the highest. No, they were in the Premier League. The, the three or four Most years recently, no. yeah. they nearly went down last year from the Championship as well, which is yeah. And they've they've obviously regrouped and they've um, and they've come back very well. Got it sorted, mate. So yeah. Um, from a Middlesbrough point of view, I think they'll be very disappointed to miss out because at one point I think it was in their own hands and they kind of they just dropped points at the wrong time. Um, yeah. and they, they, they had a cup run as well, they might have might knackered them a bit. Yeah, a lot of these championship sides they haven't got massive squads, you know, outside of some of the richer ones. So when you you know you get a couple of injuries in those cup runs and then you're into your youngsters. Um, and in the championship, and I think it's leaked into the Premier League as well now. Like any team on their day can beat any team in the championship. So, yeah. like if you're not at it 100%, you will get unstuck. It doesn't matter if you're playing bottom of the league or top of the league, you've got to be at it all the time. Yeah. And it's such a difficult league. Like you look at some of the sides in the championship who have finished in the bottom half. Like there's some big clubs, some, you know, recently Premier League clubs. Yeah. Stoke, Swansea, Cardiff, Bristol, um, West Brom, Blackburn, Middlesbrough, um, you know, Birmingham City, Reading, Peterborough, Derby County obviously gone down. Like there's some big clubs there who have just not been able to to get a, a solid run going. Um, I've given up on Stoke officially now. Every year I say this is I think this is the year they're finally gonna act like Footballers that everybody thinks they are. I'm, I'm, I've given up on them. I just think they're they're going to stay in the championship forever now. Um, I want to just have a quick chat about League One. Um, obviously they had uh, the playoffs, didn't they, uh, in the week? So um, Sunderland beat Sheffield Wednesday two one on aggregate. Um, again, two massive clubs, isn't it for? For League yeah, One that, football, that was, that was a late goal as well, didn't they? A late goal. Watch the end of that. Yeah, third minute of injury time. Mm, um, killer. Yeah, it's brutal, mate. Um, what was the? I was trying to find the attendance for that. It must have been a big one. I would have thought it was at Wednesday. Um, Patrick Roberts. Yeah, last couple of well, a couple of minutes into injury time, and it's all gone. Yeah. Um, Leslie says Borough's keeper has cost us ten points this year. Um, and he said they're signing the Carl Darlow from Newcastle, apparently. I, d- I don't watch enough Middlesbrough to be able to tell you if that's factually correct, but I, t- I would trust you with mate if you know you're watching them week in, week out. Keepers important, isn't it? And if you haven't if you've got someone who makes a mis- even just one mistake every four games, five games, cost you a goal if a keeper makes a mistake. And um unfortunately, if you've got one which is prone to a mistake. It's very difficult to maintain a high level of results. I think. Who's the um, 
who's the worst professional goalkeeper you've ever seen? Like at the sort of higher levels, Championship, Premier League, or whatever. Anyone spring to mind where you think, how is he a professional footballer? What was the one that played for United for like, and he played like two games, the Italian one? Matt Taibbi. Yeah, he yeah, was. But, uh, yeah, but that was just a, that was just a freak thing. That. Um, yeah. no, trying to think of. Uh, I do you know what? Right, I still can't believe Chelsea paid the best part of a hundred million for that. Um, Kepka. What's his name? Kepper or something? No, it? it was seventy-two million. Yeah, but didn't it? Oh, it might have risen to a hundred or whatever it was. But like, he's only uh, he was in a young mind. He you know, he might come back out of it. Yeah, like, it's he, a lot for a keeper. That. He was like nineteen or something when they never paid that. But he just he never looked um, oh like a keeper. Too much golf, you ain't. I know, yeah. So you what the hills, mate? Were massive, big hills. Yeah. Wickham, Gareth Ainsworth doing a tremendous job, and uh, Wickham are through to the uh, to the playoff final. They made Sunderland. Um, Gareth Ainsworth is uh, is really building a um, a solid reputation as a manager for um, for Wickham. He's doing such a good job, even in the championship last year on a shoestring budget, small squad, and then um, Joe Jacobson again this year. Like Joe's getting older now, but like even like when I had him on the my story thing, fish like recently, sort of halfway through the season, he um, you know he was he's still going strong. How he has never got a Welsh cap, they will puzzle me because um, he's exceptional. Set pieces are unbelievable, um, and I think again this year, Joe Jacobson's up there with their top scorers. Let's have a look. Oh, he's, he hasn't got. I mean, Joe Jacobson assists. That's the whole league. Right. <clears throat> I'll find that out now. But Joe Jacobson, Wickham, very dangerous team there. They've got some good players. So if Sunderland are not at it at Wembley, you know, if they're not at it and concentrating, they will really struggle. They have to be at it to beat Wickham, even though you'd expect Sunderland to, you know, they should, Sunderland should win on paper. Yeah. But Wickham but, is that sort of team which will undo you if you don't work hard enough. Hundred percent. But you know, Wickham are very consistent at the minute. Tottenham just scored against Son. Tottenham. Uh, so that did that mean that Free Arsenal game. definitely can't win? Uh, no, definitely can't. Arsenal, Arsenal thirty six games, both of them, and Arsenal a point in front of Tottenham with two games to play. Mm. So he'll basically put it in Spurs' hands, won't it? Um, For the top four trophy. Um, I think. Um, Who have they got on, on the I weekend? They've got Newcastle, and I think the last game of the season they've got Everton. So Spurs have still got to play Burnley and Norwich after this, and Arsenal play Newcastle and Everton. Oh. Have Arsenal just had another red card? No, no. But it's 3 0. Yes, yeah, so they're a point behind, but they've got Newcastle away and then Arsenal and then Newcastle away and then they've got Everton at home. But Everton might need to win that game to stay up. So, like that so yeah, be... that could be really difficult. Yeah. And who've, I... who've got? Um, Burnley and Norwich. Burnley's at home though, isn't it? And yeah, Norwich, I think so. Yeah, and Norwich you'd expect to beat them. Yeah, Norwich are down, aren't they already? Yeah, you'd still you still expect to beat them, even if it's at Norwich. How how much credit? Like how much credit does Conte deserve if Tottenham get the you know Champions League? Players? Oh, massive, massive credit because they were gone, weren't they? They were finished, and, and even when he got there, they they went through some bad patches, but obviously kept working away. Mm. Yeah, Leslie. Um, you know, Arsenal did have a red card. It was just it was earlier in the game. I thought you meant they just had another one when you put it in the comments. Um, yeah, I think like Tottenham just looked like their season was just whittling away before Conte's come in. He's got him focused. He's got Kane scoring goals again. I think Tottenham fans would be very disappointed if Conte ends up going in the summer. 
Oh, I don't see him going now. I don't, I don't see him going. But he's very temperamental, Conte, isn't he? But I can't see he's, him going, especially if they get in the Champions League. Well, he's been linked with a Paris job, haven't he? Apparently, he wants that job. But, you know, you just don't know how much of his paper talk at the end of the day. Like, you just don't know if it's rumours or if there's anything to it. But there were some pretty solid rumours. can't see Neymar Messi working for him, running about like he wants people to oh, Messi scored four goals this year. Come on. Oh yeah. Do you think there's any chance Paris get rid of him? Any chance at all? Uh, no, he's going to be. He's got to be on no, like half a million a week, isn't he? Same thing with Ronaldo. These these type of players that dictate where they go. No, yeah. Um, but um, isn't it? I think Mbappe might be um out of contract, isn't he? Yeah, or he's, he's Real Madrid, he's Real Madrid bound him. But then I I saw a comment from him the other week, like recently, that he. Um, is still talking to Paris about staying and on the 28th of April so what was that two weeks ago it's called it's called negotiations that. that's just getting the price up for Real Madrid well on the 28th of April Paris Saint-Germain um, said Pochettino and Kylian Mbappe will 100% be at the club next season and I'm pretty sure that then neither one will. So that kind of tells you you can't always trust who's uh, the comments and the quotes which are given by these football clubs. Um, who do you think then, right? Who's going to be the guy to finally get PSG, like sort of gel all these world superstars into a team which can win the Champions League? If you had to pick the manager to do it, who would you put there? Where? Paris. Saint-Germain. So you've got all those world superstars, but no manager seems to be able to gel them enough to compete at the top, top, top levels outside of their league. Like if you, so, so basically, so Paris, PSG, they, you know, they win the leagues, they win the domestic cups, but when it comes to a Champions League, for some reason, they just don't seem to be able to get these players who are all superstars. Yeah, it's because, because over the I line. Think because they don't have, they don't play games enough with high intensity, which which it requires at them latter stages. And when you beat meet a heavyweight, uh, and and they're used to it, especially in the Premier League, they're just not used to it. Well, a lot of people call it a pub league, don't they? Which maybe is a bit disrespectful because no, you have not, got a couple yeah, of big, yeah, big no. teams in there. But it's, yeah. I don't think it's quite the Scottish no, Premier League, is it's it? Not, it's, but, not, it's not Cyprus, is it? Cyprus no. is a pub league. Yeah, well, how are, uh, how was it? Apple, is it Apple Sports? How are they doing? Who? Uh, what's his face? Ammonia. Mm. Yeah, they're in the final, but yeah, they're in the final there, Cup. Oof. Oof. <laughs> Um, so let's do a couple of predictions. Um, Champions League, Man City, Real Madrid. Uh, fucking, I keep saying Man City. Liverpool versus Real Madrid. Champions League final. Here he is on the sofa. Yeah. What a beautiful dog. Man, uh, Liverpool versus Madrid. Score prediction. Champions League. 2 1 Liverpool. Interesting. And I do, I, fa- I, I do fancy Madrid, but I'm going to go with me, me, me head. Um, I'm going to go with Madrid on penalties, um, or extra time. Um, Premier League, who will finish fourth? Tottenham or Arsenal? Uh, Tottenham. Yeah, I think Tottenham too. Who will go down? Burnley, Everton or Leeds? Everton and Burnley both got a game in hand, which is yeah, problematic. Yeah, Burnley's game in hand is against Tottenham, though. Yeah, um, and Everton have got to play Brentford and Palace and Arsenal. Yeah, but they're both at home, though, aren't they? The next two games are at home. Brentford and Palace are home and then away to Arsenal, yeah. Yeah, so, so it's I six mean, points for Everton, even four points there, say. Yeah, they need to make sure they don't want to be going to Arsenal on the last day of the season needing a win. 
No, yeah. Because Arsenal are going to need to win as well. Yeah. Um, so you think Leeds to go down? The toss-up between Leeds and Burn, I don't think Everton anymore. I, I really don't think Everton. I think they've done enough. Um, but Leeds look like they're on, on a slide, don't they? So I would have to go with Leeds. Mm. So I mentioned Frank Lampard earlier. We gave him a bit of stick earlier in the season. Didn't think he was necessarily the right man for the job. Do you think he deserves credit now if he keeps him up? Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%, yeah. Because he's never been in this situation before, so he's never experienced a bit. He's done massively amounts for his confidence and for an experience. So and it only bodes well for, for Everton and for Frank Lampard. So uh, I'm glad, really, because you know, Everton's a good club and uh, um, I like Frank Lampard. He Always seems like a guy... He does seem like a guy who'd be able to get people on side, like yeah. get you playing for him. I don't. He just yeah. seems like he's got that, uh, yeah, that type he's, of personality. He's uh, he's not stupid. Like he's, he's educated. He's been around the game. He's got good people around him. So, and he was a top player. So that always helps. Indeed, mate. So so Everton to go down. Um, championship playoffs. Who's going to be in the final? First of all. Um, do you want to say that again? Championship. Who's going to be in the championship playoff final? So you've got Huddersfield. Forest, Luton. So you think it's Forest Luton in the final? Yeah. And then who's going to win? Forest. Head says Forest, heart says Luton. Yeah, same. Um, send Lynn. Arsenal playing well here. Sorry. They've got no pressure on them, have they? They're 3, no. three nil down and. Nice. <laughs> um, what about Sunderland versus Sheffield Wednesday in the League One playoff final? Sunderland versus who? Uh, sorry, not Sheffield Wednesday. Jesus Christ. Um, Wickham Wanderers. Um, tricky, tricky, tricky. I think... Um, my my head says Sunderland, but my heart definitely says Wickham. And I've I've got a feeling Wickham are going to do them possibly on like extra time or penalties or something like that. So I'm going to go Wickham with that one. Wickham Wanderers. Jacken. Um, Sunderland. Okay, and um, I was just looking at League Two. Out Newport and Salford City. Both of them just completely fell away from the playoffs in the end, didn't they? Right oh, down yeah. to like, so Salford a tenth, and um, Newport eleventh. At one point, they were both like in and around the playoffs, um, towards and pretty, you know, relatively close to the end of the season as well. And they've just completely uh, fallen off a cliff. So I'm so surprised by that because Salford have got to have the biggest budget. Oh, yeah, percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. And sack the sack the manager. the manager, so another sacking. How many managers have they had in the last <laughs> I don't know, two years? Yeah. Monday night football. You know, you've got to give managers time. You can't be sacking will you You've had sacked three managers in a year, can they? Shut <laughs> up. Yeah, Do you think they ever take over themselves, one of them? Possibly. Possibly. Skulls had a go, didn't he, at Oldham for yeah. a short period? Possibly. And a... More, more of a Neville to get his career back in, in, in the track after he'd come back to America with his tail between his legs. Because at the minute, the bottom of the league, the rubbish. Keep Are they? Time to turn it on, it's Miami getting beat. So, that's mm. going to run out soon. So, Next Phil Neville for Salford. Yeah. Get your bets in. Yeah. Get your bets in. And we talked about um, that uh, that manager who'd been accused of uh, racism who was suspended. And obviously, some of the allegations were... Yeah, Shulkin. Shulkin. Have you seen an interview? This guy's an idiot. John Yem's been sacked. Um, uh, the only reason I was a little bit surprised they sacked him was that simply because they initially suspended him and said they would do their investigation and then a few days later they sacked him. So to me, that either says that there was a lot of evidence and witnesses to what he had yeah. done. He's banged so, right. Yeah. So they just said, off you go. We're not even going to let this play out. Um, 
shocking, mate. In 2021, to have someone like that behaving like that and it to take so long to come to light is incredible to me that mm. that it took that long for someone. Because yeah. And when I say that long, I mean the, the instant that he was segregating players by the colour of their skin or their religion or their race or whatever, yeah, how has that not sort of come out straight yeah. away? Yeah, dinosaur, it will come out and then he'll never be back in the game, so, no. But I, that's what I'm asking. Like, how come it didn't come out the day it happened? The first day? Pass, pass. I don't know. It's got to be, I don't know, like, people scared of losing their jobs. I, I, I can't yeah. even imagine that because you know if you come out with some even allegation like that, people are going to back you. You know? Like, if I'm a player and I come out to BBC or Sky or whoever and I say, I'm not happy because the manager is making all the players of different races change on their own. You know, he's not going to get slated or sacked by his club, is he? No. So it's it's a weird one. I didn't understand why it took so long to come out, if you like. Yeah, strange. But like I said, I've seen multiple interviews with him. He's the guy who comes across as a clown. Would you, if you were in charge of the, whoever makes the decision, FA or whoever, or would you ban him for life now? Yeah. Yeah. That's the question, though. No, I know, it's got to ask it, no. But you know, so you know, so you know when someone gets banned for life from football? Yeah. That's all levels of football, isn't it? Um, so it's like, or is it all the way down to amateur level? Because... I'm, I'm, I'm not sure, I'm not sure. But if you're banned from football um, as a player, then it's all levels, FA, Sunday, yeah. everything. That's right, because that's what I'm saying. So like, say like... You got banned from playing like for Salford well, I know, or whatever. I know, mate, man, you got banned for play, hitting the referee. You got banned for five years. You couldn't play football. You couldn't even play for his pub side. But no, nothing. Yeah, because it's anywhere, anything which is under the FA, and obviously every football club yeah. at yeah. different levels is under some sort under of FA. FA yeah. So you'd think the manager would if be the same, get, then, wouldn't it? You're getting booked and you give that name. Well, he's banned, and then you're banging trouble. So. Mm. Either playing a black name or just don't play at all. But yeah, yeah. So it's a weird one. Yeah. Like I think he should absolutely be banned from everything. I, I hope he never gets a job in football ever again. No. Um, I also I also hope that he bumps into one of those players who he was calling those names on his way home from the pub yeah, one it's, evening. It's, it's just just not worth talking about. The guy's a prick. I'm glad he got sacked, mate. Uh, Leslie says, um, I think Burnley will get one point from nine and I see Leeds beating Brighton on Saturday. That's a shout, man. Um, after Brighton just smashed United 4-0, to go and lose to Burnley would be a yeah. disappointing follow-up. But, you know, you never know. Strange results, don't you, at the end of the season. Um, right, guys, you got any questions? Get them in now. Because I'm off um, the I'm yeah, it's dinner, it's, it's eating time. Um, so the season is coming to an end, mate. Um, so I think, uh, when obviously we'll we'll keep going and through the season and and see out the Champions League, and, and then when the season finishes, I think we said we'll uh, we're going to look into getting a couple of guests on to have a chat with, isn't it? Um, yeah. Obviously, we'll be talking like the transfer window is going to be mental this year as well. So, transfer window, and then obviously, it'll be a I don't know, is it this is started early in the Premier League because of the World Cup? How it... I think so, yeah. They've got it, haven't they? They're not going to be able to fit it all in, yeah. Um, but there's pre season tours, United are in, in America this year, so there's, there's lots of uh, lots to discuss, yeah. lots to discuss. Um, I've already put a few. Few little feelers out for guests and stuff as well. So maybe do it, maybe do it fortnightly. So there's, there's more to talk about. I don't know. See how yeah, happens. see how it goes, isn't it? I mean, like I said, like uh, get some guests on as well. Yeah, I think because um, obviously a lot of like what I found is a lot of the people within the game now. When I've asked them about coming into the studio or coming on the channel or coming on you, they so they say, "Oh yeah, I did. I'll do it at the end of the season," because they're still yeah, yeah thing and they don't want to talk about it or whatever so um and i'm still uh working on a couple of interesting things as well um 
as ever, guys and girls, appreciate you joining us. We will be back next Thursday. Uh, I'll be back on Sunday for the fight show. Lots to discuss, as always. But uh, check it out. Check out patreon.com slash acepodcastnation as well, please. Because um, it keeps the channel going. We've got some exclusive content, including the Dead Brazil football uh, audio show, which is something new, which is starting, uh, among other things. So check that out. Helps keep us going. It's only £3 a month. £3 a month. It's the price of a coffee to uh, help us out. Uh, Patreon.com slash Ace Podcast Nation. Uh, Leslie Sellers, uh, when's the next show? So the next show with Rodri is Thursday. We have a live boxing and MMA show on Sunday. And, of course, we put out a new uh, episode of My Story or an interview or whatever we've recorded on a Tuesday as well. So there's three shows a week on the main channel. Just check out the YouTube channel. You'll see them all. Uh, Boxer Lloyd Germain is My Story next week. So loads of stuff to go. Guys and girls, it's a pleasure as always. See you later. Have a good one. Good night. God bless. Sports Social Podcast Network.